Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. I'm Ms. Black, your host, and this is my quarterly runway to retirement episode. In this episode, I share the actual numbers of my financial retirement journey. And I finally got all the numbers in from all my retirement accounts. And I'm going to share that with you. So I believe I either said it my end of the year episode or my 2023 wrap up episode that my investments hit the million dollar mark in April, which is true. However, when I examined it a little bit closer, and I didn't report that in my quarterly reports, um, when I looked at how we got to that million dollars, because I use Mint, it included my pension. And I always like to say like my investments beyond my pension um, because our pensions, or at least my pension, is determined by my salary, a calculation of the highest three years of the last five years of my salary. And so that's my pension, and that's what I would get. But the pension kind of puts you on a fixed income, and I want options. So when I started calculating my fourth quarter um, finances, I actually am still beyond a million dollars. So beyond my pack, beyond my pension. And I know that I've mentioned in my book review of it's not about money by Kessel because there's two books, there's two reviews, but the Kessel book. And he talks about like this idea of you always like, once you reach the goal, you're always looking for something else. Like your mind is always looking. So I'm one of those people, even with my pension, even with my retirement sort of thing, knowing what my financial independence number is. And because I need security, even when I hit a goal, I kind of adjust it to give myself something to work for, which is good and bad, right? It's great when you're building your retirement accounts, but it's bad to me, if you hit your goal and you continue to um, contribute or or work, if it's not, you know, if you're enjoying working and, you know, it's working for your life time-wise, commitment-wise, then have at it. But if your desire is to get your time back, like you really have to be clear on what your goal is and work towards it. Um, and then once you hit it, say like, okay, I've hit it <laughs> and do the thing that you've been desiring to do. Um, since I am a squirrel and what I mean by that is like I stash money everywhere. I'm a natural saver, you know, so seeing those accounts get bigger, just bring me joy. 
Uh, I know people who are spenders and they're like, you know, you only live once or, you know, you should enjoy it now. And going into retirement, I'm shifting to that belief in practice. So to put that in practice, you need to know your numbers and then and when I say know your numbers, know your financial independence number, then know your retirement account numbers so that you can track yourself to your goal and then make a decision as to what you want to do next. And with that in mind, let's just get to my actual numbers. So for my 403B or TDA for New York City teachers, the balance is $655,362. It's called a tax deferred annuity because at retirement, we can decide whether to annuitize that money or not. If we annuitize, it means it will pay us out a certain, based on the balance, it will pay us out a certain amount until we die. You don't have to be a New York City teacher to um, or a teacher at all, really, to set up an annuity. They're very complicated products, and I will do an episode on tax-deferred um, annuities. Uh, it's a lot of work to think about it, but if it's something that you're interested in, it's almost like if you don't have access to a pension, you're almost setting a pension up for yourself, but it's expensive, and I will do an episode for that if you don't um, have that option. Then the next uh, retirement account that I have is the 457, which in New York City we call deferred compensation. The balance of that account is $342,631. And the reason that I have access to a 457 is because as a city employee, I'm also a state employee, and that allows uh, me to contribute to two retirement accounts. And then I have a taxable account. Um, and I say I save it for my retirement. And that account came about because I read Susie Orman's Women and Money. And in that book, if you contribute at the time, if you contributed $50 a month, they would give you $100 at the end of the year. I did that, but I never stopped my contributions. And that money grew to about $8,000. And then over some 10 or 11 years, and then finally, I decided to invest that money and I also test things out on that money, uh, different investment, you know, strategies or individual stocks in that money. So it's kind of like play money, but $17,000 is real money to me. But it allows me to try different things and then report to you kind of what's happening and what the impact. Currently, that account is invested in Vanguard's total stock market um, index fund and Vanguard's total bond market fun. And the total in that account is $17,502. So if you look at my investment, my retirement portfolio as a whole, I have a grand total of $1,015,496 in that account. And that is all beyond my pension. And as I said earlier, the pension is fixed. So why is that important? I have a lot of law enforcement in my family. And so they retire after 20 years. And what I've noticed is that 
pension, their pension lasts them about 10 years because of inflation. And what I mean, not so much that the money runs out, but they're able to live at the lifestyle that they were at before retirement for about 10 years if they decide not to work. But because of inflation, which averages two to 3% a year over time, but remember last year, inflation was at 9%. So Although it averages that across time, if you are on a fixed income and things are getting tight and you get a 9% inflation, there's some definite decisions that you have to make. And so calculating my retirement beyond my pension just helps assure me that I have enough money to retire. Whereas if I didn't want to work again or I couldn't work again, I would be okay. And that couldn't part is really important. But when I spoke about like putting things in, like putting practice, you know, living or, or, or spending some money, that part comes about from reading the book, Die With Zero. And what I love about that book, and I've done a book review of it, is kind of like, when is the optimal time for someone to experience certain things? And so that's what I think of when I make decisions about vacations that I want to take or various experiences that I want to have. Because like right now, I really want to go to Antarctica. And I think this is a great time to do it and to not wait until I'm retired to have that experience. So really just thinking about what I want to do, the time frame that I'm in, is it optimal to do it now versus later, which is why knowing my financial independent number and knowing where I currently am lets me know like, oh, I can do this or I have to make some adjustments to save to accomplish the goal that I want to accomplish. So if you were to ask, what is the highest leverage action step that you can take now that you're hearing my numbers? I would say the first step that you would take is to know your financial independent number. And the calculation for that is know how much money you spend in a year, multiply, well, really know how much money, let's take it a little step back. Know how much money you spend in a month, Multiply that by 12, which will tell you how much you spend in a year. Once you know the how much money, approximately the amount of money that you spend in a year, multiply that by 25, and that will give you your financial independence number. Why do we multiply that by 25? Because the thought is if you take 4% a year out of your savings, that your money should last your lifetime. That's where you get this Monte Carlo theory put into effect. So once you figure out, figure out what your goal is, you know, what your financial independence number is, don't be scared. It, it, it will be for most of you in the millions of dollars. Don't be scared. That is what it is. You work really hard to not allow lifestyle creep to increase your spending number, but inflation will increase your spending number naturally. And you start saving towards that and you have time. I did not receive a trust fund, a college fund, any of those things. So everything 
that is in my retirement accounts is based on my initial contrib like my my contributions um, that generally raise all every year and time in the market. And so the time in the market, and I've been contributing to TDA since I was 25. So less than 25 years, I've been contributing to uh, TDA. And so that money over time continues to grow. And that's the magic of compound interest. It can work for you. And if you're you know, as an educator, we're used to working or living on fixed budgets um, and making a dollar out of 15 cents. That's not a great thing, but it does teach you to manage your money and manage it well. Use the power of the market to multiply your funds. It will take some time, but you will get there. Thank you for listening. And remember to stay in the black. Talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...